Things are definitely not looking so well, folks. This is Tony. Hope you're all doing well. Uh, how about four in 10 Californians wanting to leave or contemplating moving out of the state? For some reason, people don't want to live in California anymore. I wonder why. Huh. This is such a weird thing, not knowing why. <laughs> I don't know. Could it be the exorbitant fees for renting? Uh, could it be just the cost of living overall for food? Or could it be all the businesses leaving, nowhere, nowhere to go to even spend money these days? All the restaurants leaving, all the stores leaving because of the wonderful laws they pass there, folks. Yes, indeed. They're doing quite well, as you can tell. Uh, more than 40% of California residents are considering moving out of the state, according to a new statewide survey. While 70% of the residents said they are happy living in California due to the state's, of course, diversity, enjoyable lifestyle, and economic opportunities. More than 40%. How does that even make sense? They said 70% are happy, but 40% are not. Doesn't it? That's 110%. I think it might be 60% of residents are saying they're happy, and maybe that's the right one. Cost of living, about 61% of respondents said the reason they would leave as a state is due to the high cost of living. 71% of them identifying is either black or Asian Pacific Islander. Uh, while 35% of those surveyed noted living comfortably, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so you get kind of the idea. And I think it's more than just the cost of living, folks. How about all the companies leaving? I mean, there's nowhere to spend your money. The cities are looking worse and worse year by year. Not rocket science, why people want to leave. And of course, we have a lot of other stories to cover. Trains, of course, going off the rails yet again. We had, of course, the one at Yellowstone River. But there's a new one today on top of this one. Uh, what was the other one? Uh, there was one over Rockaway Parkway Station, which is in New York. Uh, Brooklyn, a commute for Brooklyn riders, apparently. I'm trying to pause this thing. Here we go. There it is. Paused. Train derailment at Rockway, Rockaway Parkway Station impacted morning commute for Brooklyn riders. So we're seeing a lot of these trains going, of course, off the rails. There's more updates with regards to this one in Yellowstone River, which apparently was carrying some stuff that wasn't exactly good for the river. Uh, that seems to be a very, very common occurrence as well with a lot of these trains. It was carrying molten sulfur and asphalt. Um, doesn't sound like the best thing for water. Two cars carrying sodium, hydrogen, sulfates. That don't sound very good either. Um, so yeah, I guess, you know, this seems to be a regular occurrence these days. Uh, I don't know why that is the case. Maybe it's because a lot of these train companies are becoming cheap and not really taking care of their trains and their train tracks. That could be part of it. I don't know. Uh, for some reason, they're not really learning from it. They continue to do so. Even the same company that had the one in Ohio go off the rails, they had one shortly after that go off the rails. And it has to do with, of course, keeping the inspections up and all that. Apparently not worth the money or time, folks. Particularly if you can pay a company to make it go away. The story to kind of go away. Explain it away. Everything's fine. There's no pollution whatsoever. They hired a company to essentially go around and measure, and they didn't exactly measure it too well. 
saying the pollution was all fine and dandy a few days later with the Ohio one, if you recall that. Of course, now we're, we're seeing reports coming out that that was not the case. It was clearly some pollution got into the water. Uh, you know, they tell you later on. And I guess we'll see what happens with this story here at Yellowstone River in Montana. I think this one in Brooklyn was just uh, nothing really other than it just went off the rails. But uh, that one was like a few hours ago. Of course, we have more updates on what happened in Palestine. They finally reopened the train tracks uh, today, apparently. In Ohio, major milestone has happened nearly four months after the train went off the rails. Both the north and south tracks are finally back open. For a couple hundred people still working on cleanup, it was a matter of fulfilling a promise to remove all the contaminants from underneath and around the two sets of railroad tracks. It took them four months. Four months. 73,000 tons of soil. 22 million gallons of liquid. Wow. That's quite a bit, folks. Yeah, that took a little while, didn't it? So they finally reopened it up today. Uh, so we're seeing that story coming out. Of course, also you have California crops lost after floods. This seemingly is something that happened. We're seeing a lot of strange things with regards to farming. Last year and this year, California crops lost after floods, how much of the U.S. will feel the shortage? Relentless atmospheric river storms have pounded California for months. And, you know, this was something that we saw a little while ago. This also coming out as well. All right. Let's see what else do we got here, folks. Oh, yeah. We're going to be getting into a lot of stuff. Like I said, we're going to be talking about these banks and... Uh, What's going on with some certain taxes that they're trying to put into implement in some of these cities, which is causing rent to go way up. And actually a lot of other stories as well. We're going to get into a ton of stuff. But before we do so, I wanted to mention, of course, we recently had a fundraiser for a game that we're developing called Noah VR. And of course, it was a successful fundraiser. Unfortunately, the company that put on the fundraiser decided to just refund a lot of people. Uh, and I've heard of stories like this. It just seems rather curious, the timing. Why is it they took a month to approve it, looking everything over in great detail. Everything was fine. Everything was a fine a week or two into it. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, right at the end, oh, we just got to refund most of the people. I find that really curious. So you might be getting a refund. If you put $400 into that fundraiser, you will be getting most likely a refund according to them. They're going to be doing it. For some reason, they're taking their sweet time to do that as well, by the way. So <laughs> I wonder why they're doing this. I really, I, I hear stories like this. And now I'm just thinking to myself, you know what? We just need to straight directly take the money through a normal means, through our website, rather than through one of these fundraiser companies. Because honestly, they don't seemingly, they don't seem to, uh, uh, reliable honestly they don't seem very trustworthy so if you were one that put four hundred dollars in to get a share of profits on the game you can still do so once they refund you you can easily come back over 
to our website and directly give it to us so that we don't have a middleman getting in the way as we had in the case of this Indiegogo. Link is in the description for that, folks. And I'm sorry that happened. Honestly, all they did was waste our time. They literally just wasted our time. I was almost $40,000 of, of time and effort and your, your time and effort being wasted just getting in the way of us trying to do a project. You know what I mean? And so we're still going to continue forward. We've already got the game halfway done. We're already able to buy some new software with some of the funds that you guys already put in that they're for some reason they're going to pay out some of the money anyways. A little bit of it. It just doesn't actually make any sense what they said to us on email. They were essentially saying something like we were sharing selling shares in a company, which is not what we were doing. That's not what the wording says. That is clearly not what we were doing. We would not even do that anyways. We were selling the ability for people to split profits with us. And so, yeah, at any rate, at any rate numerous companies have done things like this. There's entire uh, film studios that have done things like this over and over. There's even one doing it right now. Uh, uh, what's that called? Angel Studios, I think they're doing it right now uh, with a huge project. There's movie, a movie that's going, it's going to be released on July 4th, I think it is, uh, that has to do with that. But, I mean, there's tons of movies and other games and things that have done the exact same thing we did. There's nothing wrong with it. Apparently, they just got, uh, what do you got, timid or whatever you want to call it. I don't know what happened, but... At any rate, you can still be involved. Uh, let's not let them succeed in their uh, error or trying to stop us. Link is in the description for that, folks. Let's get back to the video here. Also, we have this story here. Right to Council movement gains traction. Of course, they're trying to make it more difficult for landlords and make it more easy for some of these people to continue to live in their home. Tenants to live, I mean, in, in their apartments. Uh and even if they face eviction, they'll be able to now more easily get representation. So they actually can get a free lawyer to help them out, right? And of course, considering what's been going on of recent in all these cities, because this is talking about LA and cities like New York, LA, et cetera, et cetera, they're making it much more difficult on landlords already with what we saw in 2020 where everybody was stuck in their home they were able to extend the moratorium just never pay for their rent or anything and a lot of these cities like la are just continuing to make it more and more difficult for landlords so that that's something that's now developing more so and on top of that we're seeing them also trying to make landlords have to pay to make their apartments and housing climate friendly, which means getting super expensive new heaters, air conditioners, water heaters, et cetera, et cetera, for the home or, or, you know, and if they don't, they have fines. They have various fines, particularly in New York. So this is something that's been happening a lot more of recent. And I think this is a way for them to push out small business owners, those that can't afford any of this and can't get, you know, friends in high places like maybe a certain company that we've heard of recently, BlackRock, for example. Yeah, you, you know, I think you know what I'm talking about if you've been following BlackRock. <laughs> 10000 just to buy some, you know, good representation for us, right? If uh, I'm sure some of you, I'm sure a lot of you already know what I'm talking about. Being caught, of course, on camera with regards to that of recent. 
U.S. bank deposits dropped by most in 39 years to start 2023. So we're seeing more of this as well, where essentially bank deposits have, have dropped a considerable amount of recent. Actually, that article there was a little bit old. Here's then we have some that are from 20, 20 days ago here. 15 days ago. I thought there was one that was more recent. Here's one from six days ago. Yeah, they're still talking about this. Um, a lot of different articles about this of recent, and it continues to fall. These The levels of bank deposits continue to fall and have been falling for the last entire month a huge amount. So we're seeing more and more of that. Also, of course, unemployment claims remain at the highest level in 20 months and so this is going to make it easier for those that want to just stay in their home without paying for it they don't have a job and of course they set up this entire thing to to be this way they're trying to essentially change our you know society to where there's more of the have-nots and very few of the haves where everything is going to be extremely expensive, you won't be able to afford anything. But you'll still be happy, folks. You'll be happy even if you don't own, of course, anything. <laughs> right? And one way they'll do this, uh, and this is completely sarcastic, there's a new technology that just came out. I don't even think I have a, a window open for that. New technology that came out, this little device you put, I think it's like on your ear, and it actually reads your brain, of course, waves. And lets your boss know whether or not you're daydreaming or you're on task. And it actually can differentiate between you surfing the internet, reading stuff, and you actually doing your work. So, like, it actually knows when you're actually really doing your work. You can't fool it. And, of course, she, I remember watching some of the comments of the person that was promoting this new product saying, yes, in the wrong hands, this could really not be very good. It could be kind of a nightmare. Really, I think it might be. Yeah, I think I could see that. I could see that. You know what I mean? And, of course, they already started using this for those who operate trains and things like that, subway systems in various countries, because they're, they're saying because of safety reasons. Because if they're falling asleep or something like that, they want to be able to know that. Because of all these trains going, of course, off the rails, could that be part of it to sort of get the foot in the door to promote this technology where it can read your brain, of course, waves, right? And then eventually everyone has to have this at work. You're not on task right now. What are you doing, right? And then after that, then it'll be inside your head and it'll be like a little chip, it'll be like a robot. You know what I mean? Yeah, this is the kind of stuff they want, of course, folks. Good stuff. Um, I should probably pull that up because probably a lot of people will be like, this isn't real. No way, dude. Um, it is actually real. There's a new pro, uh, new uh, device. Let me see if I can find this. Um, what was it called? Earpods. Let's see if I can find that. Earpods. Let's see if I can find this article. Yeah, here it is. Is this it? Is this it right here? Launched a Kickstarter using tiny earbuds 
to record EE, you know, G data. Wirelessly sends it to a smartphone for the user can look at patterns in their brain waves. <clears throat> and then they want to use this, give this to your boss. <laughs> this will be required for your job now, folks. This will be required for your job. Isn't that awesome? Look at that. Yes, indeed, folks. That's the that's the future for you. So that's one of the things that just came out as well. And uh, let's see what else we got here. Zombie buildings abandoned during commercial real estate apocalypse. What do we got here? So I'm trying to stop this ad, which is, of course, taking up a lot of power on my computer. All right. Inflation in new era of remote work is creating global commercial real estate apocalypse where zombie properties sit vacant and owners with loans coming due hand their keys back to the lenders, according to experts. And this is what we've seen with some of these hotels like Hilton, Parks and Recreation uh, in San Francisco, just straight up giving up and abandoning their buildings. So we're seeing a lot more of that happening as well. Ford to announce another round of layoffs. So we have now Ford. What is this, the fourth wave of layoffs? Are we going to now see this for a lot of other companies as well? Is this the beginning of a fourth round of layoffs? That's a good question. Ford Motor Car is preparing to conduct another round of layoffs in the coming weeks. Sources told Wall Street Journal on Thursday. The round of layoffs is expected to hit salaried workers in the U.S., about 3,000 white-collar and contract employees. So, obviously, that's a few jobs. It's not a small amount. I think the last one was like 3,800. We're seeing a huge downturn in the automotive industry right now. Is the an RRV downturn the same recession signal as before? The industry and economic bellwether in the past is experiencing sharp sales declines. But after what we saw in 2020, the buying boom, that may have been inevitable. So they're trying to explain it away already, folks. Yes, indeed. We're seeing the RV downturn. We're seeing corporate bankruptcies are surging again. This is from two days ago. And here's why. Why, why is it happening, Johnny? Corporate defaults rose last month with 41 in the U.S. so far this year. That's more than, more than double the same period last year. According to Moody's Investors Service, companies are defaulting on their debt due to uncertain economic conditions. Really? And heavy debt loads, high interest rates have made it difficult to refinance and debt is more expensive. Yes, indeed. Everyone is trapped with their debt right now, particularly these companies that thought they could just keep doing whatever they wanted to are starting to realize they can't. The catastrophic failures of a certain guy in charge, our wonderful beloved Prez, are motivating more Americans than ever to prepare for the time of, you know, the end, folks. That's where we're at. Um, <laughs> just about everything he's done since he's entered in, folks, has turned out badly. Our once great nation is now barreling down a deep, self-destructive, of course, path. 
if we do not reverse course, our country is not going to have a future. This sounds about right. I think I have to agree with that. That sounds about correct. That's pretty accurate. Um, things aren't looking very good ever since he got in there, folks. It was already looking bad before he got in there, and now it looks even worse. Uh, yeah, and it, it's almost like he doesn't care. You know what I mean? He just literally doesn't care. Just pretends like it's not true. La, 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 la. Just ignore it. Let's just keep saying everything's great. There is no recession, no inflation. Just keep changing the definitions of words. On Wikipedia, okay, everything's fine. You're rich. I'm rich. We got lots of money in our wallets, no debts. As long as we keep saying it to ourselves, like all those motivational speakers say, it must be true. It must be true you have money in your wallet, even if you don't have any money in your wallet, folks. That's how it works, all right? Uh, I mean, that's, you know, Conor McGregor, all these famous athletes tell us, you just keep saying it to yourself until it's true. And this is what a lot of these motivational, business motivational guys say as well. I mean, it is true that obviously if you think you're not going to succeed, you're not going to succeed. Uh, but to say things that are just simply not true, like you got money in your wallet when you don't, doesn't exactly help. At least I don't think so. Um, at any rate, so these days companies are that are helping people get prepared for what is coming are generating more revenue than ever before. That sounds about right. I was thinking about getting some solar roof panels folks uh i'm definitely going to be getting uh and i should have already had this i keep putting these things off i don't know why i keep putting these things off i want to get um one of those generac as well uh so i can have natural bass or uh, natural bass natural gas backup uh for converting to electricity right so just and then have it also have the option of, of solar as well uh, just in case, because I don't know what's going to happen, folks. Um, at any rate, uh, what else do we got here? May home prices post biggest annual drop since 2011 as sales sink. Not enough inventory. Sales of previously occupied homes edged higher in May. National median sales price posted its biggest annual drop in more than a decade, even as the supply of available properties sank to an all-time low. No one has the money to buy. And there's not, and you can't get a good loan anyways. Existing home sales rose 0.2% last month from April to a seasonally adjusted annual rate of 4.3 million. The National Association of Realtors said Thursday. That's slightly above what okay, blah, blah, blah. What 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 just happened? Okay, there we go. Um, that marks 10 consecutive months of annual sales declines of 20% or more. Wow. So sales are really down. I, I definitely wouldn't want to be a, a real estate salesman right now in some areas for sure. <laughs> not, not going to have very many commissions, especially if you're not getting any sales or a lot less sales. Uh, national median home price fell 3%, 3.1% in May. Uh, to 396,000. So it's clearly going down. And like I said, this is, I feel like we're still in the beginning stages of this because there's going to be like two or three years of high, 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 uh, high inflation. Uh, they're going to keep those, uh, the rates up. The Fed is going to keep the rates up for quite a while. Uh, U.S. banks facing, what is this? How, what big, what kind of number is this? 1.4 trillion, 1.5 trillion almost. In commercial real estate exposure, 
as lenders prepare to sell at loss. Yeah, I mean, no one has the money, so you got to sell at loss, especially if you got these ridiculous mortgage rates. Uh, American banks are preparing to sell portions of the commercial real estate debt at loss. Although more, oh, well, they're talking about debt sales. Okay. Uh, although most deb debtors are up to date on payments, banks are looking to clean up their books as Q2 comes to a close. So you see in that as well. And actually, let me show you the next one. This one relates directly. 576 American banks are overexposed to commercial real estate loans as delinquencies rise. This is probably why they're trying to unload at a loss. But they're overexposed, folks. 576 of them. Hundreds of U.S. banks are exceeded regulatory guidelines on commercial real estate loan concentrations, according to new reports. 576 banks now overexposed represent an increase of 30% compared to one year ago. That's one year's difference, 30%. Increased exposure comes at a time when commercial real estate loan delinquencies are on a rise. Q1 of 2023, uh, delinquencies rose 12 basis points which S&P analysts characterize as a sharp rise in a small time frame. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a huge rise. And then you have a 30% increase from a year ago with the banks being overexposed. So, you, I, I mean, we're just on the edge of seeing a number of these banks go under, folks. And I guess once the next big one goes... It's going to be everywhere. I think I feel like it's going to be a lot more than just one. <laughs> it's not going to be just like First Republic again or something, and or like uh, what was it, uh, Silicon Valley Bank, right? It's going to be way more than that this time. And of course, now they're trying to tell us, and this is something completely unrelated, but I thought this was kind of interesting and sounded pretty silly to me. I don't know. I guess I got to read it. Let me know what you guys think. Humans have pumped enough groundwater to change the tilt of the earth. Really? <laughs> okay. Why do I have a feeling that this just doesn't make this just doesn't even sound realistic to me at all? By pumping groundwater, humans have shifted the distribution of water on Earth enough to alter the planet's tilt. This is what they're claiming. Previous research estimated that between 1993 and 2010, humans pumped more than 2 trillion tons of groundwater. That water flowed to cities' farms before emptying out into the sea. New research finds evidence of the shift in a changing position of the Earth's rotational pole. I, I really don't feel like this is related, but okay, I, don't, I didn't look into the report. I'm not an expert, <laughs> okay? This just doesn't sound right to me for some reason. Comparing a computer model to the rotational pole with the, with observed changes in its position. Scientists have found the pole's recent... So you guys are pumping too much water. You're going to cause the entire world to just to fly off into space or something like that, folks. Uh, <laughs> I'm very glad to find the unexplained cause of the rotational pole drift. Ki Wion Sol a geophysicist at Seoul National University, South Korea, lead author of the study, said in a statement, this is where I actually met my wife, wife was in uh, Seoul, uh, South Korea. On the other hand, as a resident of Earth and a father, I'm concerned and surprised to see pumping groundwater is another source of sea level rise. I What? I, I don't know, man. 
they're going to have to really show me a lot of data for me to even believe that. I just don't believe it whatsoever. If it, unless they're talking about like this, like milli micro, you know, whatever, like something so small and insignificant, and it completely doesn't matter. I just can't. I don't. I don't know. I don't know how I can wrap my mind around that. I just don't. And I'm a mechanical engineer. I have a science degree. I just don't understand how pumping water from the ground is is causing the Earth to tilt. <laughs> okay, whatever. Uh, let me know what you guys think in the comment section below. And thanks for watching.